Welcome to the E-Drumming Radio Podcast, where we feed our addiction for E-Drumming and virtual drum technology. Virtual Addiction. And now your host, Brian Edward Baker. Hey, it's Brian Baker here, and welcome to the eDrumming Radio Podcast. So um, I wanted to do a a quick episode um, about um, what are virtual drums and why you should care. So so the questions that I've got related to the topic that I've I've received are, you know, why do you need virtual drums and not just an e-kit? What is virtual drum technology? What are virtual drums? And, and uh, so I thought I would take a, a, a minute and try to answer these questions. So um, I'm going to just title the podcast, What Are Virtual Drums? Why You Should Care. So virtual drums are software that run as a plug-in within a recording software. Okay, so it's a software within a software. Um, virtual drum instruments... Uh, examples being Superior Drummer 3.0 and Steven Slate Drums are my two go-tos all the time. There are other uh, companies and brands out there, of course. Um, basically are pre-recorded drums, if you will. Um, so while a, an electric kit uh, might have its own drums that have been recorded, say, with one open microphone, and this is probably more typical of the older systems and, and maybe some today cheaper modules you know they have a they'll do what they call sampling of drums so they'll go in and they'll record one drum whether it's a snare or tom or kick or cymbals <clears throat> recorded at different velocities and they'll take those samples and create audio you know samples that play back when you hit an instrument that's triggered at different velocities, it has a different sample that goes to that and increases in loudness or quietness, but it's essentially the same drum on one microphone, right? So, so what makes virtual instruments of today different is the... Uh, I'm having to kind of think this through on the fly here because it's 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 not an easy thing to explain. But you know when you're on your drum set and it's in a room in the studio and it's mic'd with multiple um, multiple microphones, uh, and when you hit say a snare drum, not only does the snare drum get the audio some audio the other drums have, uh, microphones have what they call mic bleed where the snare drum is also coming through the tom mic next to it and the hi-hat mic and the the kick mic's getting a little bit and so are the overhead mics and then and then there's also room mics right so room mics get a little bit and that is the difference is they typically will sample all microphones uh, in these modern systems and then make a uh, 
make a, a, a master sample, which is like the stereo mix of that particular drum, right? And it's especially, I mean, it's especially realistic. So it's just like your real drum set in the studio because it is uh, tuned. You know, it's going to go through preamps. It's going to go through, you know, the board and the room might be, you know, is going to be really good. The, the preamps are going to be really good. Your microphones are really good. And, you know, so it's like the, the, the optimum recording environment making velocity hit samples of, say, the snare. And then the cymbals, you know, with the full, like, say, you're hitting a ride and you got those, the transient hit and you got the, the, the ring out, right, of a cymbal. A crash, a china, just imagine. And then there's like this long tail at the end you know, of the audio sample where it doesn't go quiet right away, you know what I mean? So the what you end up getting out of this is, you know, bleed from the, you know, the room mics, the overhead mics, all the direct mics on the whole kit, and, the you know, and whatever's on that particular drum, if it's a close mic, the whole package right and so and it can be obviously manipulated in stereo too right left and right so that's the sample and that's and that's what's there inside the the plug-in the virtual drum okay and what makes our system different it's like you know you can do it the old way you could use an e-kit if you're wanting to record an e-kit um but you could also you know, and, and I would say that that's, that that's that's okay. But the audio you get from these drum instruments is like superior because it's a real kit in a real studio with all the mics open, just like you get in when you go to record an album, you know, and you pay in studio time and you got access to all this great equipment. Well, now imagine you're in your house where if you were to mic your, your, your drums in the real world, uh, where you don't, assuming you don't have issues with neighbors, you're not in an apartment, you don't have a, a noise problem. You could be in a room that's got carpet or not, and you could try to make it reflective or not, or dead or not, depending on what you're after. And you're going to get your microphones, which, you know, not all of us have a lot of money for top-end mics or top-end preamps. You know, you might have an eight-channel Focusrite or something, you know, a Personas or one of the eight-channel interfaces. Maybe you've got two. Uh, your overhead mics, your direct mics, and most people in project studios I've seen typically haven't had a room, you know, a room mic sitting back there. You know, you don't have a great room. Anyway, you're in a, a room with drywall, and you know you're doing this at home. And so, while that can make demo quality albums, and you can do decent albums, you're not going to get that that pro studio sound. You're not going to get it. Um, and, you know, it's a different animal, too. It's like, you know, you have this or you can have that. So think about the fact that in these versatile instruments, somebody's gone in and recorded multiple kits. So now it's kind of like you got access to a warehouse full of drums. And different companies have different sets of drums they've used. You know, like there's Soul Tone and there's Maple and Birch and all these different types of kits within the different companies, right? So they might have Zildjian, they might have Sabian, they might have maple shells, they might have birch shells, etc. You know, certain popular Ludwig snare drums, some bronze or steel snares, maybe brass, bell brass snare drums. It's like having access to all this stuff too. Like you could walk into a studio, maybe it's not your kit, but it's all these other awesome kits. So it's kind of like that same 
concept. Okay. And now take it over and and you're connecting to an e-kit. So the you know the, the the question I guess that I'm trying to answer here is you know why not just an e-kit? Well, virtual instruments, virtual drums are better, and this is why. So uh, why you should care about this is if you ever play on a really crappy drum set at home, and then or at some friend's house or whatever, maybe it's poorly tuned, maybe it's maybe it's just not that great of a kit to begin with. Uh, Maybe it's got, you know, old style cymbals that are just like, uh, <laughs> like a camber or a, uh, less than perfect. You know what I mean? They're not, they're not even mid-level. You know what I mean? And then you go play like a good kit. Maybe you have one. Maybe you're at Guitar Center and they've got one set up that's actually well-tuned and it's got good cymbals on it. And you're like, damn, dude. I, really, like, I played a renowned maple one time. I'll tell you a short story. I, I played a renowned maple that was tuned well in Oklahoma City's Guitar Center, and I believe Brandon Lopez tuned this kit. Uh, this friend of mine from Kansas who works at the Oklahoma City, or used to work at the Oklahoma City Drum Shop at Guitar Center, and it's, it's nice when you have knowledgeable staff in there that actually knows their instruments and how to tune a drum set. And uh, he had me sit down on this renowned maple, and it had, I believe, an EMAD head, and uh, the EMAD pillow inside it was tuned well, it was, it was set up well, and the difference being, like, if I sit on a normal kit, it sounded like just a normal kit, you know, just, like, same concept, right? Yeah, pretty good tune, good heads, you know, decent stuff. But then I go over to this renowned maple, and not only was it a, a decent quality kit, it was tuned well. And when I sat down, it's almost like that kick was already mic'd up and EQ'd through the system. And I was hearing it through monitors or reference monitors playing it back. It was like night and day, you know? Well, it's the same kind of thing. It's the same kind of thing. So if you're in a project studio in your house and you're trying to record your drums, you know, you got to tune the best you can. And, and say you get everything just like you want it, it's still going to be that kit, those drums, and that's the end of your, your limitation there, right? I mean, that's, that's it. You've got what you got. The only change, way you can change this now is different heads, different EQ tunings and things like that. And, um, <clears throat> and... Imagine walking into a studio and having a warehouse full of drums that you can go grab your favorite bell brass snare drum right off the shelf. And then you got an engineer in the studio with you getting everything mic'd just perfectly, spending that time, it's already done, you know what I mean? And a producer, like say Stephen Slate, someone who knows how to mix drums well for this, this new metal album you're doing. Or maybe it's a funk album. You know, or hey, you know what? We got Chad Smith's kid over here from the Chili Peppers. Would you like to sit down on that? <laughs> you know what I mean? And that's the difference. That's why we care. So these instruments are controlled by a keyboard. Normally, when someone who's not a drummer is actually playing them or creating a part, uh, they can be programmed if you're into that. But where the sweet spot is for us drummers, and I mean, for me, this is amazing. You can plug in your electric kit MIDI out cable into the computer. It, it, it can be brought in, the, the plug-in can be brought up and played in real time if you've got the right setup. So, so now it's like when you're playing that better instrument, okay, 
You're inspired to play. You're inspired to record. You're inspired to actually um, you know, you're inspired to sit down and spend time. You're inspired to practice. You're inspired to make covers. You, because you're playing something that sounds great, you, you hear that, it equates to having a good time, at least for me. It's just like sitting on a nice kit in a nice room. So, there's the answer. You know, there's the answer. It's, it's inspiring and sounds good and is better. So now, why does that matter? Well, when you go to do uh, practice for, say, uh, a gig you're going to audition for, you're, you, can, you can find the right kit for this kind of music, whatever music you're, 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 you're working on. When you're inspired to do a cover, put it on YouTube, something like that, you can go find a kit that's really similar to the song you're covering. The creative side can come out. You can go and, and find a kit that's different and have a new twist or a new take on an old, an old uh, hit. And then finally, if you're doing session work, if you're recording for your band, if you're recording for someone else, you can find the right kit for their project. And you can then, uh, you know, deliver a high-quality, pro-level drum track from your house without having to spend money on studio time or deal with engineers or producers or bad drum sets or bad engineers or bad producers or, or, or someone not matching your vision. You have total control. And that is a beautiful thing. So, that's it for this episode. Thanks for listening. Uh, I do have a course coming up that I'm doing that Founders Launch on that I mentioned before. Um, keep your ears out. I'm going to be releasing a launch date as soon as I can and a window for how long I will keep it open. It's going to be free for a limited time. And it is called the Design Your Drum Studio Challenge. It is not live yet, but I have got all the content ready to go. Everything is uploaded and I have to get the, uh, you know, the, um, the sales page set up. Um, again, it'll be no charge for a limited time for anyone that wants to help me and be a beta tester. Help me get these, uh, you know, I want people to go through the course and check it out and give me some feedback and help me get it finalized for the actual uh, official launch that's coming later. All right. Thanks again. Thanks so much. Thanks for hanging out. Thanks for listening to the eDrum Radio Podcast. Get more fuel for your eDrumming addiction at brianedwardbaker.com slash eDrummingRadio. Until next time, thanks for hanging out.